Flippin' for Christmas. Flippin' for Christmas. It's Friday. I flipping. Um, I told you not to not to tell me not to read the synopsis yet because I didn't know if flipping was gonna be obviously flipping houses right. or maybe it was very political and it was like flip flopping. Right. Or maybe or maybe someone's flipping somebody off. Yes, there right. were so many opportunities right. and then you started reading it and I, and I was like, oh, yeah. Totally yeah. up our alley, flipping. by the way. Yeah, we love, we, we love flipping. Yes, uh, I mean we've never we've never flipped, flipped. a house. We, well, I should I should clarify. We love watching people flipping. We like watching people flip, and we we have flipped furniture and stuff like that. You mm -hmm. know, um, so there's that. But um, I did uh, one funny story when we bought the house that we live in now first time homeowners and Yay. we hired a paint woman uh to come help us like touch up the house We've mentioned her before stuff. on the podcast <laughs> so she was like doing all these shortcuts and stuff and like going oh, yes. like you know what when i'm flipping a house you just go like this real quick and Remember the owners spray and she's like the owners can't even tell i'm like i'm the owner oh you were so mad you're not you don't have to you don't have to cut corners here so we have this yeah. really bad windowsill <laughs> in our and and we have some really bad windows um in our kitchen and she can't it was just you know we had scrubbed it it was still kind of cruddy looking and she bought that magic spray it's like magic it, it's it's almost like a magic eraser in a spray form can right, yeah. where i think it just puts a layer of something and she's like that she was saying that and literally going i just do this and she's spraying all around my kitchen sink this magic spray and maybe it was an improvement but she was doing it in the sense of of, like you said, like, uh, like the owners won't even know, and and we're and and Brian's going, no, um, could you please stop because this is my house now, and <laughs> I want to do it right, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I'm not half-assing this whole thing here. Like I had the same experience once. We had a guy come to the door saying he would do lawn work. <laughs> if you remember this story, mm -hmm. and he was going to help cut the hedge in the front. No. So it was the we he came by and he offered. I forget what it was, but it was like. You know, nine hundred dollars cheaper than whoever had quoted me wow, last. Wow, yeah, the, yeah, in the yeah, front, the which I guy. do, by the way, all by myself all the time. But anyway, it was the first time doing it, and I was busy, and uh, we were a little flushed. So I said, "Okay, well, I'll let you do this for the day." So he ended up doing this hedge, and our hedge is really monstrous oh, out gosh. front. Oh gosh, would and you say it's like twelve feet? Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's like 12 feet and this tall. is before I carved out the bottom. Oh, right. So it and was before bad. I've now I've carved out the bottom of our hedge to be somewhat of a local attraction. We oh, put like holiday yes. things at the bottom of it. But before that, it was like this overgrown thing that was actually coming over the sidewalk a little bit. So he leveled out the hedge very wonkily down the thing you know it was very mm -hmm. wavy and what have you but whatever i was it was cheap labor mm -hmm. so he goes all the way down so i go to help him you know because towards the end because it's you know the <laughs> daylight's burning <laughs> meanwhile i thought he was gonna like you put all the, the branches in a truck <laughs> he pulled up like a tiny hatchback 
uh, oh, you know, like Mazda Miata or whatever. Oh. And like, he's cramming all the sticks into the car. Mm. And then he goes, uh, well, he goes, Hey, let me teach you a little trick. I learned when I was working down by the railroad tracks and I go, Oh, oh yeah. He said, yeah, for the state, I had this job and you know, and you know, when the, uh, when the foreman's not looking, you know, what you do is you just take all the clippings and you, you shove it under the bush. You know, and he's like shoving all the clippings underneath the bush oh that we're doing. Gosh. And I'm like, yeah, that 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 darn we'll get over on that darn foreman. I'm the foreman. Yeah, this is your house. This is my house. Again. And he's teaching me how to hide the sticks. How to hide the stuff from you. <laughs> so anywho. Oh wow. So we yeah. yes, we have not flipped. Um but we've had some flops. We've had some flops. Yes. And I do uh all my my own stuff we now. do a, we diy um, a lot so um yeah this is up our alley <laughs> about flipping for christmas this is my third time reading this um <laughs> description of this film because i'm a teacher and my brain cells are done it's friday it's friday okay <laughs> it's almost christmas when busy realtor there you go abigail realtor mm, no, no it's actually realtor it's realtor. Yeah. Nobody says that though. Yeah, but they do in the commercial. They're like, right. it's not really a realtor unless it's a realtor. Yeah. It's kind of like Sherbet, okay. you right. know? And everybody says Sherbert. Sherbert. Right. Okay. Especially, so, so it's a realtor. Especially Ernie when. That's person who really does tours. When of Bert house. offers him some. Hey, Bert. Sherbert. Hey, Sherbert. Like Sherbert. When, when he offers him ice cream. Ah. Okay. It's almost Christmas when busy. Re this is the take we're going with. <laughs> It's almost Christmas when busy realtor Abigail agrees to help her sister with a simple flip of a recently inherited home. Unfortunately, co-beneficiary Bo has other plans in mind. <laughs> Starring Ashley Newbrow and Marcus uh, Rosner. I don't even know what that means. Like, okay, so wait, it's a recently inherited home. Yes. So her sister... Okay. Christmas busy. <laughs> Abigail agrees to help her sister yes. with a flip with a simple of a flip, recently. recently so who home. inherited the home as Abigail's sister? They probably did. They, there's probably several family members involved, just like oh, so you know, maybe it's not related were. though, because she's the realtor. Yeah. So she's like, hey, um, I have a client, and we want to flip this house. We'll find out. So then, yeah. uh, the but there's a co-beneficiary who is not on board with the flip. He maybe wants to keep it. It's going to be a family thing. I think there's like a bunch of people probably involved and from different sides of different families. They're both maybe. very familiar. Both so actors. we're into the predictions already trying to try oh, to pick yes. this apart. So, um, yeah. So what do you think he, so it, it's very mysterious because it says he has other plans in mind. So obviously he doesn't want to flip. He doesn't want to sell. What does he want to do? Does he want to turn into an orphanage? I don't know what he wants to do, but I'm just going to jump to the end. They're going in on this house together. So They're going to keep War the, the house. We'll do a year flash forward and mm. they'll have their baby under the Christmas tree in mm. the new home. Wow. Yeah. You just went right to baby. Yeah. Yikes. That's what I think. You, and you predicted a year jump. Yep. A finished house. Yep. And a baby. Yes. What is this? Wow. That's um, like miracle on 34th Street. Look at the, the, look the those overalls one. she's wearing. It's it's there. She's not pregnant, but it's making you think. 
of mm. those type of overalls that eventually will have a little bump in it, right? And I'm a little, I, I'm a little thrown off by the fact that he's got a roller that's, that's is that paint on there yeah. or? Okay, so he's got he's got a maroon painted a maroon roller and, she and she's a got a white brush right. paintbrush we can probably predict a, a paint fight oh paint f oh yeah and they're gonna fall a little on bit each on, other right they're gonna fall on each other will there be a bucket of paint over somebody maybe falling off a ladder because yeah. you're getting up top you're getting that trim mm -hmm. and you fall off the ladder and oh oh you got a little paint on your nose come here let me get at that. At some point, you're going to have to stop predicting falls, I think, on these shows. So. I, I will not. <laughs> I will not, I sir. will not. I um, also predict, I'm going to predict empty house, right? It's a flip. So they're doing probably some decent renovations. So mm. I'm picturing, like, some kind of takeout. Jeez, oh, that's the cat. Yes. Unplugging the lights. Jeez, oh man, some kind of takeout in the middle of the hardwood floor, right? A little okay. picnic, if you will, with takeout or mm. something. Um, there's always that. Okay, takeout, takeout. Like, let's uh, get food. Take out, take. And, yeah. I predict that they will find a box of something special in the home that will have special memories of it. Special memories. Yes. Yes. Maybe in the rafters. And when I'm reaching for it, I fall. And uh, yes, there's I dust. predict that one of them is going to do a big I told you so. Like, that's not going to hold you. Or that's not going to be good. Or we should have mm. bought the banana. And the other one's going to be like, no, don't tell me what to do. I'm feisty. I'm not even saying which one is who. But someone's going to be doing big I told you so's. And then, of course, something comical will happen thing will break something will rust whatever it well, is well here's here's an interesting thing again yeah. hallmark with your byline here um so we have abigail we know she's a busy realtor but we just mentioned Bo in the sense that he is a co-beneficiary to yeah. this flipping house and that um and but it doesn't say what he does He's so a beneficiary no 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 but i mean what it just means he inherited the house yeah the house somebody passed yep. and the house went to, you know, so-and-so and long lost cousin Bo, who maybe is out of town, what have you. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they're ready to start the deal and get things going. And then, oh, here comes Bo. Wait a minute. I got a summons. That's me. I knocked on. Oh, geez. So, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he comes out of the blue. But who is he? Does he mm. have a, is maybe he's got a contractor license. So maybe he does know his thing, or are you saying that he is the, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I can, I could fix this. I'm a man. And she's like, I'm a realtor. Um, that faucet's cold. You need to shut off the water. Oh, the whole shut off the water. Mm. You know, that whole thing. That's always a thing where it's like, you got to shut the water off or the electric, even scarier. Or you start messing with the wires, Bo. You got to, maybe <laughs> uh, they will. With the whole co-beneficiary go in on this sort of misunderstanding of who the house really belongs to and then they fall in love and then they find out they're actually like siblings and no. then they're like no but we're in west virginia no and it doesn't matter 
We just lost our entire West Virginia demographic. Um, that's not gonna happen. So we have some. So we we have some predictions here. There's definitely gonna be some house flipping. Oh, montage. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. We think there's gonna be time for a montage. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the house has got to get done. So we'll have to fast forward a little bit. That's all I got for this one. All right. I'm ready so, for uh, jokes. Some yuck yucks. Did you get? Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you, did you, because this is a flipping mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. I kind of went um, by way of uh, renovating things. And I looked it up and I was like, where are the big renovations happening in the world? Not Texas? No. They are actually uh, working uh, on Big Ben. Oh, yes. Hey kids, Big Ben. Yep. Hey kids, Big Ben. And uh, it's actually uh, the scheduling of the thing mm-hmm. is pretty intensive. Oh, I forgot this was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, how intensive is it? Well, they're working around the clock. Uh- <laughs> See, for a second. So, um, <laughs> you know, Friday, folks, I'm sorry. I was teaching all day. Uh, you know, I had a contractor come here yeah, to the house uh-huh. and, uh, I, uh, I asked him to remove all of the <laughs> carpet on the steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gave me a blank stare. Blank stare. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Christmas. Christmas joke. Do uh so you know Frosty the snowman, the legend. Yes, I do. Made tons of um, you know, box office uh money back then. Back then, yeah. Yeah. Just that was, you know, that was that was his big payday. Yes. Um, did you know what he did with all the money? What did Frosty do with all that money? He put it in snow banks. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at all of these tonight. Wow. Snow banks. Snow banks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, <clears throat> so it is Friday night. Yep. We're enjoying a lovely bottle of Robert. Mondavi, and we like this because um, it is a Cabernet Souvernon, Souvernon, and mm-hmm. it is um, aged in bourbon barrels. So we do like. Can you that. say the word after Cabernet again? <laughs> it's a cat. Can I just say cab? You can say it's a, a Cabernet. Cab. It's a cab Sav. Souvernon. Sauvignon, right? Sever- Sauvignon. 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 So, Sauvignon. We're having that cabernet. We're having that cabernet. Cabernet Sauvignon from Mondavi. This was a lovely year. Mm-hmm. 2021. 2021. <laughs> 2021. Oh, that was not a lovely year. Well. That was like a COVID year. Mm-hmm. It was not lovely, but we had to do something. So we put wine in bourbon So the people... 
smooshing the grapes with their feet. Oh, been... God, don't go there. <laughs> oh, come on. All right. I'm trying to drink this. So we're going to go. We're putting. We're taking down right. Halloween. Yes. And we're going to go watch. We're flipping for Christmas. Flipping for Christmas. Yep. We'll be right back in three days. And we're back two days later. Uh, it's It was yesterday. It was yesterday. It seems yeah. like a lot of time has passed. It has <laughs> it seemed. Just, oh, yeah. wow. It was just last night that you fell asleep one hour into flipping for Christmas. I made it an hour. You made it an hour. I was, Well, I can't say that. I checked on you after an hour. I don't know how much you had missed. So, right. okay. so I stopped it and started watching Doctor Who. Um, so yes, an hour, an hour is where we stopped it. Fair enough. And then we yeah, finished we've, tonight. we've had, um, you know, softball, uh, oh, final games. Oh, we're done with softball. Fall ball. Uh, we've had, um, big, we had, uh, furniture, uh, uh thrifting and a trip um, to the dump, a trip to the dump. Uh, I got a sneeze. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Just bless you. Just thinking about the dump mm. got to him. Um, oh, yeah, gosh. there was a lot of. It was a uh, long day. And, I've been up since five five got uh, thirty. And five. the good news is, you get an extra hour today. Mm. We are turning the clocks back. However, we have a certain feline in the house now who is probably now going to attempt to get us up at four. Let's keep her up. Let's so, keep her up. Where is she right now? I don't know. Oh man, it's not good. Okay, <clears throat> so um, let's get into the <clears throat> movie. So um, <clears throat> I I took very few notes. Um, okay, very few notes. And I will just and I kind of feel I what was the movie we watched before this one? What was the one? Oh, the um the Paris one. Yes, right. Joyeux Noël. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. That one I said was serviceable. That right? yeah. What do you think about this one? Mm. I mm. this one is mm. uh, Hallmark wise. Yeah. Only well, because mm. they were bringing it hard the first week. I kind of feel this one was under par, and it was. Uh, <clears throat> you know there was some like all the films. There's some some good actors in it for sure, oh, but yeah. it seemed like lazy in a lot of different ways um the mm -hmm. decor was lazy Ugh. the plot was what people you know when you play the hallmark game and you fill in all of the tropes they were all there which is yes. fun as well i just was um <clears throat> you know i i i can uh you know lose focus after uh, i'm gonna blame this one on the writing okay. i'm sorry i don't know who wrote it i just feel like yes the tropes were there it was a little lackadaisical though and i i can't blame the actors too much um it's just the right there were some really bizarre moments they had to contend with which we've talked about in the past yeah but this one i felt was a little over the top so we have abigail she is the the high exec uh realtor if you mm -hmm. will and her sister calls her and says look we have this emergency in our small town my husband i believe is his uncle 
104 years old, passed away. And too he, soon. he and way too soon, he inherited a house. We'd like to flip it. So we need your help because not only does she does do uh, real estate stuff, she does, she's into flipping and designing and things. So she's like, okay, say no more. I'm coming. So she comes home to her sister's quaint little town with, did she have two boys? I want to say she had two perfect little boys, not little, but children and dad grandfather was living with them. So we start out with this weird, which, which never really came to be the story, the secondary story about uh, granddad, but dad has been living with them. They really poured it on strong that grandma passed away. This is the first Christmas without mom. And the sister says it in not the best way where dad's home, you know, here comes the other Abigail home and she's kind of like, Hey dad. And he's passing through and he's just very quirky and bizarre. We don't know any of his backstory yet, but the sister says, don't mind dad. He's having a tough time with mom gone this Christmas. And we both looked at each other like, what? Like, yeah. Yeah. What? Whoa. Where did that come from? That was a little nasty. Yeah. What is going on? And again, I and can't. And then we, we start, uh, it, you know, dad starts to become Debbie Downer. Oh, big Because time. it's, it's the, uh, he's lost his wife. He's lost his job. He's lost his pension. And he's sitting in the driveway counting bulbs and we check on him seldomly. So it's like it's this plot that was introduced. Well, he lives in the garage, by the way, because this family lives paycheck to paycheck. And they right. don't have a space. Right. So uh, they, they, they introduced plot like we're dad's kind of annoying, but we're worried about dad. But he's not the center of the story. He's not someone that we're yes. really worried about. It's kind of like mm -hmm. dad's going to figure it out. Give dad his space. Uh, Although that was never really said. It was just kind of like, I don't know. You I know, thought it was bizarre. And yeah. you mentioned the whole him, his pension and things that doesn't come to a little later. They pepper it in where they hit us with it right at the beginning. Don't mind dad. You know, it's his first Christmas since mom's gone. And I'm like, wait, is she like gone? Did she leave? Is that why she's saying it so bluntly? And then you do find out, no, she passed away. But we don't know the details and don't need to, whatever. But it's later on in the story that, again, sister says, imagine losing your company, your pension, and your wife. I mean, you know, no wonder he's like he is. And you think, what? What happened? Did he make some kind of awful um, business decision? Was he involved in insider trading? Like, what's the story behind dad? How do you lose your wife, your company? and your pension all in the same year. And, and we never find out about that. I picked up on, um, there were times I zoned out, uh, didn't sleep, but zoned out on this one. And I'm like, that's kind of, and again, sister's saying it like, I mean, yeah, I'm can you, can you, can you imagine? I'm like, no, because I need more information. So that was really bizarre. Now you mentioned the decor. I had a lot of rots in this episode. Um, oh, the so uh, many. You're talking about the ribbon on tree scale. Ribbon on tree scale. Yeah. I am. To, for those of you that don't know, I am totally against having ribbon wrapped around a Christmas tree, unless you do it properly, S skillfully. There is a way 
to do it. And I've seen it done. It's not easy. And first ROT I had was, I I don't know whose house it was in. Maybe it was in sister's house. Multicolor, like pastel. First of all, what are you doing? They were like different colors, different textures, different widths. But I don't know. But I, but. Given all that aside, I always feel like your main thing is about symmetry. Yes. And but this even yeah. was worse when you throw some yeah. pastel different colors. It, it's right. like if you have one shade or design of ribbon and that is your, you know, that is your motif, that is your baseline, right. and you're going to strategically mind you very strategically, you need a good amount of OCD. And maybe the divide is like okay the popcorn string that can be done pathetically right sure because usually kids are doing it right kids are doing it that's gonna do it but this is is not popcorn Mm, this is your this is supposed to be uh as important as the lights if you're going for Uh it so the so i think it was the sister's house that had the first one that i went oh right at the top of the of the program that here we go then we get to this cute little coffee house i gave it an rot of two it was again in the background pathetic at least it wasn't i believe it was red if i remember not pastel i have the tree lot that they go to later on also had an rot i didn't even give that a number i don't even remember what it looked like but if you're a tree lot and you have poor ribbon wrap that's just poor advertising there and then of course um the mayor's office at the end he also had some super thick ribbon going on and i gave it a one like lowest scale possible it it wasn't even the the tree was not full frame uh in view but you could still see it enough and every time that pov was shown from behind his desk it just went i just went oh do you have a lot of notes on the mayor uh and i don't only that i loved that i i loved him in the sense that he was different yeah he doesn't come in until a little later mayor kumar kumar i love that we had a mayor kumar go whatever small town this is mm-hmm. um i i loved that he was the mayor i also didn't love that he was easily bought mm. um you know he almost blew the whole thing for this quaint little town because he was real really focused on those roads being fixed and what come on I don't know. It was gonna, bizarre. If you don't mind, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump into the um, my deep dive of actors. Oh, go for it. Before we get on with the plot, because he was the coolest find. Oh. Yeah. I when I look at these and if you wonder, oh, okay, I don't touch on all the actors, and I'm sure I miss something cool that a lot of these actors do. But I just I, I kind of go through them and I try to find something that pops out to me. Um, Edward, the dad, is that Edward? I believe dad is Edward. Um, the, the credit is Edward. I didn't catch his name. It looked like him on the picture. Edward, Peter McNeil. Uh, he had a part, a speaking role in Kevin Costner's open range, which if you're Mm. a Costner fan, that's pretty cool. Um, we got, uh, uh, Marcus Rosner. I think it's Rosner that played Bo, the the lead dude. He was very familiar. Um, He had a two episode arc on Arrow, um, which is something that you liked. I did, I did watch all that, yep. And um, 
I don't remember his arc, but okay. Yeah, well, it was a quickie. Um, but he's done a ton of home. Sure, yeah, oh movies. yeah, he's um, definitely recognizable. Super handsome nice dude, jawline. sincere. Yes, sincere. I, he's oh, mm-hmm. go, going with the feelings. You mm-hmm. know, he's very, very sensitive mm-hmm. guy. Yes. Um, although one time I'm, I kind of thought he was wiping away tears that weren't there, but you did call um, that out. That was uh, I I I thought he was um serviceable the guy that i thought was the coolest resume here though was Mayor um, Kumar. i believe i'm just gonna i'm gonna take a stab at the name um uh sugith um varogis i'm i, I look it up um sugith varogis and i apologize if i don't get his name correct but mayor kumar okay so he had a big role on a medical show called Transplant. Never saw that. Okay, one. twenty-six episodes. He did okay. twenty-six episodes of a of a show called Transplant. Um, okay, but then he's very diverse. Okay, he was the vo- obviously he does these movies. He was the voice of a jail guard in the most recent Paw Patrol movie. <laughs> But that's not the thing that blew me away. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. 1983 to 1987, he wrote 10 episodes of Fraggle Rock. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Go Maracuma. I used to watch Fraggle Rock on HBO. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Down to Fraggle Rock. The trash heap has spoken. Wow. Yes. Only 10 episodes, though. What, what happened well, after Kumar? I don't, I don't know Which how many. There, are there uh, not that many? I, I felt like I look. watched it a long time. Yeah. I remember watching that. Oh, it was so good. And they ate radishes. Remember the radishes? Yep. They were going to steal the radishes from the gourds? Yeah, I tried to watch it not recently, but after my childhood, they did a I reboot. To, I know I tried to watch like some old episodes, yeah. and and I I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I don't know what it was. They I was so into it before, but I I tried. Some you know when I was when I was a kid, to. I would fantasize when I would watch the show. I wanted a doozer. Like if I knew somebody oh. on that, I wanted a doozer for my own. I wish I had a doozer in my room. And it was so I, I wasn't sure if they made action figure doozers, but I wanted a doozer. And the fraggles, you know, they, they would eat they the doozer the doozer structures. They they would make the like doozers these... would build and build yes. and build. It was kind of like a somewhat of a symbiotic relationship because they would build the structures. And then the fraggles would come and eat them and they'd be like, ah, those fraggles, like, but they do what they do and we do what we do. Did the doozers talk? Yeah, they, they yeah, they, they, they did talk. I remember them talking. Yeah. I remember what they look like, but I remember them building these, um, these clear, They're clear, clear things. structures. They yeah. Did, and then and I like red would just come over like. and just put her mouth like, ah, 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 and yeah. just start, you know. Yeah, yeah. that was, <laughs> I wonder if Mayor Kumar wrote uh, any of that. I'm, I'm sure he, he did. Invented the it worked its way in every episode. So. It was so bizarre. Um, speaking of more bizarre things, yeah. Uh, our ingenue here, the woman that played Abby, yes, she had some interesting choice moments. Like I, I have right at the beginning, 
when she uh, is going into her big meeting to get this big corporate client, she has a moment where she gets off the phone she with her puts sister. On her go face. And you said, look at the game face. And I had missed it. I was like writing. Yeah. I was writing, you know, don't mind dad. Yeah. He's having a bad day. And, and she I goes, up and, Barbie eyes, yes. smile into the room. Yeah. And yeah. we had to rewind it so that I could see the game face. And it was a little scary. Yeah. It was a little scary. And again, I don't know how much you can blame an actor or mm, dare I say a director for giving right. like, no, put your game face Well, then the other again, thing that I, face I thought was awkward was that she was so smitten with uh, Hunky Bo that you know he, he he you know he's an interesting guy and he does he's an always doing nice things yeah oh she had but many she moments. kept on having these moments where she'd just be like huh and like stare at him like like we we have to see the moment that she's contemplating her love. In love and it's like we keep on having and yes. they, they keep on doing shots of her going huh Yes. Well, look at, I am taking this in. You know, it was a yeah. little, in that sense, when you say it that way, it was a little soap opera-esque. Yeah. Which Hallmark usually, you know, you might have but, your- But, yeah, it, maybe even a know, little telenovela. Whole, yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. oh, hold that moment as we fade to commercial. Right. It's that mm -hmm. kind of moment. And she had a lot of those that we were- just calling out left and right. Like we get it. Okay. You walked in and he's giving a toy to a kid. Oh, he's so great. Okay. It's a weird, it was weird face. Um, so we find out she goes home, she's going to flip this house. And what they don't tell her is the house was left to her brother-in-law, but there's also a co-benefactor, which we knew from the synopsis, the, the co-benefactor, this hundred, 104 year old man left it to his nephew and contractor. <laughs> Yes. Which this old Victorian house, he left it to his nephew and contractor. So I was just trying to go, okay, so it's um, 2023. We go back um, to uh, 1923 would be. Um, oh, a, right. To go a, back. To, to go back to. Mm -hmm. So 1923 would be. Uh, you know, a hundred years ago and then four years private prior to that. Cause he's 104 would yes. be what 1919. Yes. But the movie was filmed a year prior to that probably. So we're talking probably 1918, at least that this guy was born. Okay. Yes. So I just, I wanted to do a little dive into that. Um, he, the, in 1918, uh, right. Actually in 1919, I did go with 1919 <laughs> first, 1919, <laughs> We have the invention of the pop-up toaster. Oh, oh. Um, okay, the fine. shortwave radio and the arc welder. All of these things came into being his first or child. second year of life. Okay. His first year of life, let's say it's 1918, the invention of the fortune cookie. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing, just it's, I just like to think in context, what what came to be yes, when this person was on the planet? Because you don't often come across someone who's 104. Right. The traffic signal, 1923. Like the traffic light? The traffic signal before the traffic light, 1923. What you know, was the signal? I saw a picture. It was like a crude thing. It might have had a light on it, okay. but it wasn't like the one, okay. the stoplight hanging from the middle okay. of the road. 
You know, okay. it was like a signal more so on the corner. In, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I, mm -hmm. uh, old dude. Thanks for thanks for pointing that out to us. So um, now you know where his mindset is when he leaves part of his Victorian home mm -hmm. in the middle of this beautiful little picturesque small town to uh, family and then part two, his contractor. I thought that was kind of weird. Now, of course, the family wants to flip it because they're living paycheck to paycheck. They're not. I mean, they're OK, but they really want to get dad out of the garage, even though they don't seem to be thinking about him. They kind of are. And they want to build an extension. And uh, but Bo, who is a contractor, I called that one, didn't I? I said, oh, maybe he's a contractor. Yes. Yeah. Bo is a contractor and he wants to turn it into a B&B &B because this old man had lived in it all of his life and it was the epicenter of town and he wants it to be a place where, I mean, Bo used to let the Girl Scouts come and throw their jamboree. He used to do a big Christmas event. He used to do all these wonderful things for the community in his big, lovely home. And he wants to continue to do that, plus bring in revenue by having it be a B&B, &B, which isn't a terrible idea. So they agree to start flipping it and updating it Has some crazy wallpaper. Although the wallpaper is not that old because you noticed that there was some kind of oh, yeah. <laughs> stamp so on the they, sheetrock. <laughs> they, they, they tore down the, you know, seemingly very old uh, sheetrock or, or, or wallpaper. It wasn't yellow. And there was a, there was a stamp uh, going um, vertically uh, showing that on the sheetrock that was underneath mm -hmm. the thing. So a full wall built with some sheetrock yeah. on top. Yeah. Uh, make no antique wallace. Yeah, I to don't. Me. I don't think it was that the the, the um, wallpaper was that old. Maybe Bo just put it on maybe six or seven years ago. Maybe, and he's uh, been dying to rip it down. And then um, <coughs> I, I I gotta uh, give myself uh, the probably proudest prediction I've had since we started the podcast. Okay, which is the paint fight. Oh, I yeah, predicted a paint fight. Did. The paint fight. Not only did uh, it start it immediately, was it was their first day working on the thing together, yes. and he went in for it like, like the Captain Flirtowski. <sighs> he goes right in with, "I'm gonna swipe you with some paint," and then uh. swipe number two directly to the boob. Directly to the boob, like. You had mentioned later on the way he acted towards Abigail was a little middle schoolish. Sure, yeah. He was a little like I mean, if she had pigtails, he'd be pulling he, he'd them. Pulling them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like he, going right for the boob and a paint fight, and you just met each other twenty minutes ago. I don't know, man. I I didn't buy that part of it. They had a terrible paint fight, and then she, but to her. You know, well, she her spitting this. She was like, ah, she was yes, loving this it. This is great. She was loving it. And then he's like, let's, well, of course, they're fighting over the paint. He wants red for the BNB. She wants, you know, like a bisque, white, whatever. And um, so they're both fighting with their own paint. Hence, that we mentioned the picture. Why does he have a red? He had a red roller, remember, in the yep. picture. And, and that's exactly the paint they had. Exactly what they had. So, hey, they took that picture that day. So, they decide to stop and take a break. And he's like, let's go have some lunch. And she says, well, I better go change first. And I said, well, aren't you coming back? It's just a break. You're not like breaking for the day. Why would you go change out of your paint clothes to go have lunch and then put your paint clothes back on to go finish the job, which was not done. 
that didn't make any sense to me. So again, with the writing, I feel it was just poorly written in a lot of cases. Um, like the, the line she keeps repeating, you know, my dad always says, you don't stop when you're tired. You stop when you're done. She says it at nauseum throughout the movie. And it is, it is just like, a, oh, okay. Yeah, we, we get it. Um, so uh, there is a, another, they end up going to, after the wonderful paint fight. They do go to a tree lot and there's a snowball fight, which I had forgotten all. Uh, hello. Like we've had paint fight. Now we have snowball fight. Remember yeah, that? Yes. And they were pulling snow off of the trees. So they did do a tree thing. Yes. They're pulling snow off the trees because there wasn't much snow on the ground. I even said at one point where, cause then they come and they have this huge fight. They're dodging between trees. They're throwing really big snowballs at each other. And I said, where are they getting all the snow from? They finally pan out and yes, there's snow on the ground. And you pointed, oh, there's snow everywhere. Look, it was packed though. It was a packed path of snow. You're not pulling these big honking chunks to make oh, yeah we, i'm i don't know I, it was a little yeah. uh, so we went right from a paint fight to a snowball fight then we end up at this weird side of town where there's this beautiful plot of land acres and acres and acres that's for sale and Bo says well you know it'd be a dream to like build a community center there and it's just overlooking town and it'd be a place for the kids to go and wonderful things and she thinks it's really sweet so of course she mentions it in passing to her assistant who is running the place and she's got this big new corporate she got the guy spoiler she got the corporate client before she left town and um the assistant immediately calls the corporate guy trying to like be you know proactive and tells him all about this plot of land in this podunk town. Immediately, he's looking to buy it and put up his condos and his Starbucks. And just totally, he keeps using the word. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he wants to gentrify the He wants town. to gentrify. Yes. He keeps using the word gentrification. And, um, and you're like, what? So, of course, you know, right away, we knew, okay, there's going to be a miscommunication because Bo's going to be against this. It's going to be this huge thing, right? Yeah, well, um, I guess the reason I was stuttering there for a moment, and I'm not going to get into uh, politics right now, but, but gentrification is a loaded word nowadays. And I think that uh, Hallmark kind of uh, swung for it there and, and, uh, and uh, either they weren't, I don't know. Some people think that that, that is a... Uh, sensitive word in certain communities to to use, but uh -huh. uh, I digress. Uh, so, in any case, they use it a lot uh, in this uh, in this movie. So then we do find out a little bit more backstory of Bo. Why did the contractor get half of this, you know, Victorian style mansion? And he, we find out that he is divorced, and he had a really tough um, divorce. And um, the old man helped him through his divorce and helped him find his way. So they were a little more than just contractor. Um, there's a weird, another weird scene where they have some uh, dinner seemingly, and they're in the back of his truck, the bed of his truck, if you will, with about two hundred to three hundred dollars worth of bedding. Um, it's all stuff. <laughs> it's all stuff that you would see like on a Target commercial bedding now on sure. sale, and uh, like that's like two or three hundred dollars worth of bedding. Bo, you just have this in the bed of your truck and looking at the stars for girls right. at night. Nothing it was, presumptuous there. It was very bizarre. Hey, I made a luxurious yeah. bed in the back of very my truck. Very bizarre, and of course the moment's truck. broken because she takes a phone call, and and the phone call is the corporate guy is getting the land because he he 
got the price, you know, he got Kumar at the price that uh, he needed. So it's totally broken. Cat's out of the bag. She tells him, look, there was a miscommunication and the land's being bought and it's going to be terrible. And he gets very upset. And there you go. Um, he's very upset with her. She goes home to tell her sister all this happened. I'm sorry, your town, by the way, like not only is everything with Bo crashing and burning, but your town is going to be totally um, redone and all the small shops are going to be closed and forced out. Her sister sh holds up and I think you missed this. They're sitting there across the counter in the kitchen talking and her sister holds up this t-shirt that says, relax, nothing is under control. Okay. I'm like, what, what is happening? <laughs> I don't, I, it was just so bizarre. Between that, the dad saying, and then there was another saying that the man that the bow wrote on a door oh, that they uncovered old ways about open the new old doors, ways don't, don't open, open doors yeah, like that was bizarre they, they, they were yeah it was kind of like Bo explaining the birdhouse to the old man how a bird a wooden birdhouse works <laughs> yes. so they just they go in the hole and then you open the side and they make a nest and the old man's like, oh, thank you. Poor, uh, there, there's a perfect case of a, is he an extra? If he's like, the guy is talking to him, is yeah. that, it's like a featured extra, I believe that's yeah, called. Yeah. No lines, but the old man had to nod his head like, oh, thank you. Didn't know how birdhouses work. Yes. I am like <laughs> twice your age, but never seen one before. Right, and it was right, very rudely right, like uh, painted. Right. Was not the I best. fought in Korea, but, but thanks for telling me how a birdhouse worked. <laughs> So dad comes in the Santa Claus outfit. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, half in the bag <laughs> with a poem. I forgot he was a Santa. And, and he's not around a lot. So the kids are like totally believing. <laughs> like, right. Santa. Right, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> no beard. No, he did have a beard. Did he? Yeah, he had a beard. And then okay. after they went inside, the kids went inside with their gifts. He pulled it off as if we did, that nobody else knew oh, who he gotcha, was, gotcha, you know. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. And then his daughters are standing there and he explains, well, I'm sorry, but he does this all. And I'm not going to even try to paraphrase, but he does this all in a poem that and sometimes rhyme. rhymes and sometimes, sometimes doesn't. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he does this poem and it was basically like, I'm sorry that I've been such a Scrooge. You know, um, I've worked on the lights. I got all the lights up. Your mother was so proud of you both. It was like a Clark Griswold lighting the house mm -hmm. moment. He did. Um, he lit the house and yeah. they were like, oh, it's so beautiful. He's been working for a month now on these lights. So they did again. They didn't pan out. There's not a lot of panning no, out. No, you get to kind of so see it glowing just, in the background. Like, I guess the lights are, I don't know. Does it look good? Sure. Everyone so, went, oh, yeah. Yes. And so yeah. he's, he basically explains very poetically, I'm sorry for being such a Scrooge. And um, and and I love you both. And your mother's very proud of you. And so they're kind of like, yay. You know, um, dad's back. I don't know. It was very, very bizarre. Um, so, of course... Abby has fixed everything at this point. She saved the plot of land um, and she has decided that the mayor can turn down the big, huge 10% increase in the asking price and uh, use the land and open the, oh, I don't know where he's getting these funds. 
He's complaining about not being able to pave the roads, but he's all of a sudden going to be able to to build a community center right. and and have a throne where he could play Santa. Well, we know so now that he's going to enlist the doozers to help <laughs> build it for him. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. So she saves everything and then says, and it'll be lovely to be right. Oh, guests will come from all over to visit our little town and stay at the B&B. Right, right. So you know that they're not flipping that house. The Field of Dreams. And then how awkward. They don't mention this, but they're still a co-benefactor. So what Bo now, if he's going to open this B&B, he's part he's got to go into partial business, right? Unless he buys them out, which he's already said he can't afford. Right. So the family now, they're part owner of the B&B. They're part owner, and yeah, so now that's going to be a sister squabble. Oh, that's going to happen. What a mess! Yeah, like I don't want to. You're talking unless you're Lorelai Gilmore. I don't want you running my B and B. Right. Like I don't want to be involved. The, the in that. sister wanted the other sister to get this thing done, and now you know she needed to flip that house yeah. so that she can get her extension. So they do go home, and she does. They do talk to the sister and say, "Listen, this is what we've decided." It is going to be a BNB. Your place isn't going to be gentrified. Your whole town isn't going to be ruined. Um, and what's going to happen is Bo, who has no money, is going to all of a sudden, and did you catch this part? He is going to offer his services and his supplies to help build your addition. So they they are going to get dad out of that garage sooner than later. Right. And Bo is going to, out of the kindness of his heart, contract and do the permits and get the addition going. And I'm like, you know, how? I don't think you realize how much it costs to do a project like that. Yeah. And the lumber alone, Bo can't afford that. But that's, and there everyone seems to be, oh, okay, that's great. So everybody wins. Hmm. That's going to be, there's going to be some battles there to fight. So when we get to the end, Christmas morning, she shows up to the porch of the B&B and Bo's on a rocker. He happens to be dressed in green. She's dressed in red. Oh my goodness. It's amazing. They brought each other gifts and we have to fit in this final awkward moment. He gifts her a, what looks to be a wooden cell phone case. Right, right. Is that even possible? So, okay, so they do exist. They do. Yeah. Wooden cell phone cases. For sure. For sure, yeah. Okay. Um, do they snap on like the rubber ones do? No, I think it sometimes it's like a rubber wood hybrid and you might have the case where the, the phone slides in from the top. They uh -uh. do exist, but they're thin. Um, they're usually like a balsa wood type of thing. Definitely something that that you would carve in that shop that that um, is, shop. A, is is I mean, as a someone who would love to have my own workshop, his workshop is a little underwhelming, but I just don't know if he <laughs> um, could have routered out the perfect thing that would have fit into it. Then he would oh, also no have answer. to really have to. <laughs> have some insight onto you know it, what style phone does she have model of a phone yes. and and everything else but okay that aside even if he went and he ordered the sleeve first he ordered the 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 mm. wood and then he added the uh oh he just the, he just painted yes, it and he did and the design yes. the mother's mm -hmm. 
design. I I which I missed. I don't right? know because she starts to open it. You don't know what it is yet, and right? she says it's my. And it's like this really, sorry, Bo, crude, uh, flowers like that right. that he had kind of whittled these flowers onto the back of the case and then painted them. And she's like, "Well, my mother's design. Yeah, how did you know? I don't know what that meant. I missed right. something." And he yeah. says, "Oh." I think mom had a you know, your stamp. sister, your sister sent me a picture and right. I'm like, what was the picture and good lighting? <laughs> I don't know. And so you still don't know what it is. And she fully opens it yes. and turns it around yes. and it's a box. Yep. She must have one of those huge XL phones because yep. it's a fairly large box yep. and there's nothing and on it's the got, inside. It, but it's got the, I, I saw it did have the whole for the camera. I didn't see that. I yeah. saw nothing that on the inside. There. there was yeah. no shellac. There was no like foam. There, it was just nothing on the inside. Yeah. And then it's and she <laughs> she says, "What yeah. is it?" And he pulls out. It wasn't in the bag. Yeah. He pulls out the other side, mm -hmm. and says, "A cell phone case." And that's the part that has again the mom's design, very crude, and and it says we need to go back and watch that because <laughs> what would the other side look like if it was not just a pop in? It couldn't be one with a whole flush thing. The other side yeah. would only be like a, a, a wood frame that would just maybe do the border of the front no. of the phone. This was a box. I swear it was a yeah. box because the one side that she revealed, unless he grabbed it from her yeah i don't know i'd have to watch that again but it looked like she had it it was just the flowers then she turned it over there was nothing on the inside she said what is it maybe when they switched the pov he grabbed it from her and held it up and that's I think when that might see. have been it that yeah. had to have been it but yeah. it was very poorly done in that yeah. case it was a bad edit because i imagined him pulling out the other side and that's where there you see where side. where there yeah. wouldn't be another side yeah. well there would there's two sides but the one is just it yeah, is open, a, open yeah. for the screen. Hello, you need to see your screen. Right. But um, yeah, so it says, call Bo, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. point. Yeah. And he wrote out the words, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And it was, what's that called when you burn it into the woods? Yeah, wood burning. Okay. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. It was Embossed, the worst maybe. gift yeah. I have ever seen i don't feel that it would be comfortable to hold right i i feel like she might also yeah. at that moment been going like all right he's maybe a little crazy at least crazy <laughs> a little less intelligent than i thought but mm. he's so hot who cares i don't know but yeah. are you ever going to really use that abby no, no way are you going to use this clunky thing yeah that's going to give you splinters no, she's and just gonna like, hold oh, it to your oh, face. I got a new phone. Yeah. 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 She's gonna be like, oh, I'm sorry, I have a flip phone now. I'm going. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. And she gave him a an ornament with the hundred and four year old man right. on it to hang right. on their tree. And it which... looked like that she had clipped the picture from the mask card. Yes. You know, onto the I thing. thought so too. Was the picture yeah. black and white? It looked like a black and white picture. It was a picture of him in the casket. No, uh, it was ornament. not. He was yeah. not in the casket. It was a headshot um, yeah. and it was like a snowflake or whatever. And it was to hang on the tree in the inn, which was cute, but uh, a nice idea because it's his home. Right. But the tree, by the way, was the worst tree. No ribbon on it. But Bo did up this tree looked like a fake tree to us. 
even though they went to a tree lot. Yeah, and no, yeah, I think they bad. tried. To, they got a fake tree that was really scraggly looking, so it would look like more of a real tree. And it didn't look well at all. And now you're going to hang this poor old man on there. Um, I mean, it's very sweet, but I feel so, I, now I don't um, want to leave on a negative note because um, were we entertained? Yes. Did we, um, did we get the feels? Not really. No, did we, that's the thing. Um, I didn't get any feels. Yeah, no feels were to be had. Um, uh, yeah. I just, so, right. <laughs> so I don't want to be negative, but we didn't, we didn't get any feels. I was trying yeah. to. You're I trying to try end on a good note. The trees yeah. were crappy. There's well, ribbon here's the everywhere. Thing. Here's the thing. I The thing is, is that I, I it's hard because you go on these Hallmark because we're making this podcast. I've been trying to figure out the best way to try to market people to listen to us. Right. When you go on like groups, user groups, Facebook groups with that are into Hallmark and maybe you found us through one of those. Right. They all have these rules that are like, Don't only be, be here if you love Hallmark movies. Oh, and we don't be here do. for spoilers. Don't be here for blah, blah, blah. And, and I, and I, I get a little, def like I get uh, a little scared that I might be offending somebody who loves these movies and feels like we can't really, um, you know, they're there for what they are. But unfortunately, because they do vary the quality of their movies, uh, it does lend itself to some. There's going to be some critiquing, yeah, of yeah. course. And they're also different, but yet yep. the same. And, you know, did I, is it a Hallmark movie? Yes. Is it terrible to sit and watch a Hallmark movie? Of course we're fans. Why would we be doing a podcast otherwise? You know, we, yeah. we could have done a podcast for any, anything, but we chose to do Hallmark movies and knowing that we're going to have to sit and watch all the Hallmark movies and Countdown to Christmas, it's not a chore for us. I mean, it is and it isn't. We have to fit into our schedules and sometimes it takes three days, but we're willing to do it, right? It's a it's a guilty pleasure. Um, but yes, yeah, some are better than others. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what we're here for. Some are better than others. And maybe yeah. Hallmark, take some tips. Like, stop putting ribbon in your trees. I don't know who said that was a thing. If you're going to do it, I'm available. I will come out to every set yep. and spend the time and make the ribbon symmetrical. I will make sure that it looks good. There's I a department guarantee. store in Philadelphia. Um, and it was the world's first department store. Is that the Wanamaker in Philly? Oh, yes. I believe and, so. Um, that became uh, the, made from whaling um, money. Right. And that is the current it's a macy's now macy's now yeah and they do a lovely dickens village i don't know if they do it anymore but they have this really cool also old school lighting display inside mm -hmm. where there's music that times out to these christmas lights that you watch and it's on this big cascading wall and it's really cool and then you go into this dickensian little uh, uh, village no. where you walk through. You see the scenes. And there are some <laughs> uh, animatronic <laughs> dolls 
with Stop. really beautiful tight curls on them. No, Farrah Fawcett. Uh, Farrah Fawcett <laughs> curls on Fair, them. Not curls, waves. Waves. Waves, waves. on these little uh, yeah. boys, Only right? the Tiny Tims. Only the they Tiny had, Tims. They had to look uh, consistent. Yes. That was the goal. And those, if any of those waves still exist, were done by Karen. Uh, mm -hmm. She has a, a specific... Uh, knack <laughs> and she will um, persistently get it to look like you need it to be. Well, also at the end of Dickens Village, you go into a room and there's Santa and you get your picture taken with Santa and um, Santa, you know, it's Santa's helpers, I would like to say. Yeah. Uh, so there are possibly more than one gentleman just because he he you know spoiler alert he can't be in all places at once and let's let's tease know, something so. here um as we wrap up which we need to um let's tease your relationship with macy's mm. and santa claus okay. in a future up okay um because because we so do have some charming history let's, yes, to and, hash and, out. Yeah, three with big cities, guy. three cities worth. And I, I mean, I can tell you. Let me just start by saying right here, right now, Santa is real. Yep. I've worked for him in three major cities. Yes. He does have representatives that need to fill in the gaps because he can't, he is magical, yep. but only on Christmas Eve. Yep. So he can't be everywhere all the time. Yep. That's ridiculous. Yes. So we do have representatives that will represent him in his stead. However, he 100% exists. And if I could work for him 365 days a year, I'd be on it. I, the only mm. reason why I no longer work for him is because in the United States, it's a seasonal position and I can't afford that. But I did at one point work for him in three different major cities. And there'll be more on that in the future. <laughs> Good night, uh, and uh, God bless, and... We'll see you next time for Never Been Chris. Never Been Chris, which I have high hopes for. High because, hopes. yes, it's yes. a it's an awkward title, yes. and I think it's going to live up to being something a little bit different. All right? Okay. All right. No sharks. Thank you guys. Hey, hey, hey.